0: Then he pivots, fakes, chucks the big bomb halfway down the field to our hopefully still wide open tailback. I call it the annexation of Puerto Rico. What is up? Welcome to APR, a.k.a. the Annexation of Puerto Rico podcast. We are the football podcast, giving you all the ins and outs of this upcoming NFL season. We're starting off the year reviewing each NFL division. This week, we are going with the AFC East. Man, it's going to be an interesting, interesting division here. Um, But man, we're going to be looking at offseason moves, draft picks. We're going to look at the overs, unders on all of the wins this season. And let you know what is the best bet for the division. But before we start, got to tell you that we can uh, get our the best craft beer delivered straight to your front door from breweries all around the U.S. Using Tavour, just go to Tavour.com or download the Tavour app on your mobile device and use promo code Taproom when signing up, and you get ten dollars off your first purchase of twenty five dollars or more. That's two free craft beers, and they are quality. I'm drinking a Tavour beer tonight. But I see you guys have beers in your hands. So let's start it up. Eddie, what are you drinking tonight?
1: Well, I was drinking high quality soul
0: from the great
1: country of Mexico, but I drank them all. It seems to be a problem when I have them. So we had to go to the American version of the Mexican beer with the good 805 cerveza. Not terrible. It's really, it's actually a really quality beer. Better than not, an American version. of the It's beer. just not a soul. Dude. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. So I'm sad. Yeah. Jordan, what are you drinking?
2: Oh, uh, so tonight I am bringing out a special links because I, you know, I was really looking forward to this AFCE show, man. I've been looking forward to this show, particularly for a few weeks. So I got something special for tonight, man. I got a beer from the Great Brewery of Great Notion. Which ben is familiar with and this is yep. the big papaya oh, really? um so this is six percent it's uh a tart ale with papaya baby huh I would have so guessed it was never guessed there. that
1: yeah, yeah. I would never I thought you're going with that
0: yeah <laughs> so
1: <laughs>
2: that's that's what we sipping on tonight for this special AFC East episode here man I'm very much looking forward to this show
0: nice all right I am drinking an evil twin beer um another one of our favorite uh, breweries this is out of new york city um this is a sour ale with passion fruit raspberry mango and coconut macaroons um so i also picked this one specifically for apr because it's called dumb fruit and i know one of y'all assholes are gonna make a dumbass comment <laughs> so it's gonna it be perfect right. for the show Probably be
2: today. you dude
0: <laughs> no it ain't gonna be me <laughs> Uh, I, I know the history right. of this uh, of this podcast, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it up to one dude to come in, come and clutch like normal. And some people tune comment.
1: in, some people tune in for the knowledge we we have, some people tune in for the betting advice, and some people tune in because we sound like dumbasses. Twenty five percent of the show. And that's okay. Nah, Whatever 25? you choose no. is fine.
0: Nah, dude, I think I, I drop it down a little bit. Maybe. 15 to 20
1: maybe 15 if you go 15 that's five percent
0: we just just all have our own personal
2: biases and it comes out during certain times and that's okay dude i mean that's human nature dude you know what i mean like humans have their biases dude that's just it exists as much as you don't want it to it it exists
0: yep
2: absolutely but before
0: yeah oh, let's okay, get into ahead, it go. let's get into it um okay I, I didn't even introduce y'all so we got jordan stacks on stacks on stacks last we got let's steady go. Eddie martin i'm big ball and ben larson and uh i i was gonna push it straight to you because i know you've got a dying question that you yes, yes you have yes. to get out so let's yes. let's so, start there it's on so, you
2: So you know hard knocks is on uh the first episode started in uh you know last night and a question – or not a question, something Mike McCarthy said. He basically said that this season is Super Bowl or fail for the Dallas Cowboys. That's what he said. So today on all the sports talk radio shows and stuff, they were talking about it, and all of them were kind of like, you know, had their opinions of Mike McCarthy telling the Cowboys players like, hey, our season is a failure if we don't win the Super Bowl. And I was like, well, you know, that's kind of what a head coach should say. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if I'm Urban Meyer of the Jacksonville Jaguars, like, I'm going to say that. Like, I feel like if you're a professional sports team and you don't go into the season saying it's Super Bowl or bust, then it's already a bust. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so a lot of people were, like, shitting on Mike McCarthy for saying this, saying, like, oh, well, you know, the Cowboys don't probably really have an Um, a realistic uh, uh, chance of winning the Super Bowl so this is like kind of a reach so I wanted to propose the question to you guys a if you're a head coach you know is that something that you're saying to your team and b you know what is the proper message you know from a head coach to a bunch of grown millionaires playing for you
1: that's the only message that should be said to the players. Like you don't like these guys are out there in training camp. Now I get it. training camp is not like training camp maybe 20 years ago and there's not more rules and stuff, but guys are busting their ass every single day. Like, yeah, we talk about how they're millionaires. They only work so many days, or whatever. But like our jobs a lot of us sit at a computer we're not on a field running into grown ass men at 300 pounds trying to kill each other you know for hours on end like to go in there and say anything other than like super bowl or bust is one disrespectful to the franchise two disrespectful to the players and three is the quickest way to lose a locker room like these guys yes they get paid millions to play this game and it is a game but they're not playing it You know, most of them are not playing it for, you know, just to play it. They're playing it to win, to be the best. They got to this point because they are ultra competitors. Like you can't become a professional athlete without wanting to be the best player in the world, right? Like you can't just. I'll be, I'll be average enough to make it. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Your
2: favorite football team drafted Jamarcus Russell. So I and don't Jamarcus think he has any interest in being the best <laughs> dude, player. Did Jamarcus in the world, Russell
1: will go out there and dominate any one of us on the football field. Like, any one of saying. us? Any one of us? He didn't work into being. Of course the best he didn't. Best. You said every about, player wants to be the best professional one person, football
2: dude. player. Right. No, I
1: mean, I, and this, and you're Eddie, now, and Eddie. now you're coming back from last year. Me saying that they're tanking, and you're like, they're professional football
2: players.
0: They yeah, yeah, gonna, money, and they're, yeah, gonna they're not
1: going to throw a game. They they aren't going to throw their... a game, but it, right, but
2: trust me when I say that they not to
1: win a Super Bowl. Like that's, but trust that's me when I say that,
2: that a lot of guys, their ultimate dream is to get to the NFL. We see this all the time. Like guys get drafted in the first round and they they flail out, dude. Not everybody has the work ethic of. You know a Jerry Rice or no, but Joe they have a
1: work ethic to get to the NFL. They don't just they like...
2: did, but a lot of them, like I said, their goal is to get there, and once they get there, they accomplish their a... lifelong goal, and there's nothing wrong with that.
1: No, but that's like a few or they get in the way team, over their though. head. That's the other well. Thing I mean, too, all those all in... these
2: guys that get drafted, though, Ben. I mean, you're talking elite level of talent. It's just oh, absolutely what separates what separates the Tom Brady's from the, um you know. Any yeah, other but, quarterback how is many that times, Tom Brady
0: works harder than everybody else. Absolutely. But how many times have we had a first round draft pick not live up to their expectations or live up to the, the way that they were playing? Because they they roll back on, oh, I'm a first round draft pick. Like I don't have to, to work hard. Like I was better than all these other motherfuckers. And here I am. Well, here you are sitting on the bench, here you are on the practice squad. Like you but have again, to goes- continue that. And a lot of these players are just going you know, as as you said, getting the getting there is the big thing. And then thinking that their skill and their talent is gonna be enough and not going that extra mile. Yeah. So but I think you know talking back back to your question, I think it's it was just delivered the wrong way. I think you definitely have to you have to push for the Super Bowl being the end goal, but you have to break it up, especially with how good teams are. I mean really how good you've got a couple teams in the division that can definitely you know, push for, you know, winning the division, getting into the playoffs, you know, and maybe even keeping them out of, of playoff contention uh, or wildcard contention. So I think you have to break it down to first say, goal number one, get into the playoffs. Goal number two, win that Super Bowl. And, and, and not necessarily say this is going to be, it's this or done. Because, yes, you know, you have, you know, you want your final goal to be the Super Bowl. That, you know, that's everybody, every single team's final goal is to win that Super Bowl. But you have to look at how fucking horrible your defense was last year. Um, you know, how one injury could ruin the whole offense last year. And you have to be a little bit more realistic and say, Hey, we need to we need to break this down into steps to get to our final goal. And you know, if it's a, you know, you are, you know, in 7 and 9, well, I guess 8 and 10 because you're you're getting that extra or sorry, 8 and 9, because you're getting that extra, you know, game this year. But then you're 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 better than you did last year, and you got to take that as at least a small goal. Um,
1: like McCarthy doesn't have that option though, dude.
2: Yeah, like he I'm has sure, to win he's now or for the Cowboys, dude. Like, yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, Jerry Jones stuck with J- Jason Garrett for a long ass time. Yeah, <laughs> and they were like kind of groomed
1: Jason Garrett to like be the head coach. True, was trying to prove a point, I think, more than anything else. Like McCarthy, True. he, I, I mean, we were kind of talking about it last year, all of us, that McCarthy felt like a filler right till they get more talent and they could bring in the guy as somebody else I don't we don't know who that guy is obviously but like the person that can lead them to to the next level so for McCarthy it is Super Bowl or bust like I'm sure he feels that if he doesn't win the Super Bowl he will be fired and plus too, like every coach even Dan Campbell of the Lions who may only win a game this year is telling his team Super Bowl or bust you know what I mean
2: exactly they like, should
1: that's what you tell the players. Now, what Ben's saying, I agree with. When you're with your coaching staff and you're doing your coach meetings and things, you're like, dude, if we could just make the playoffs this year, that's fucking great. Like our defense. Well, I think we need, you know I'm what even I'm that's players what too. You've got to give. Yeah. You've got to give
0: I, regular expectations. You can't just say, you know, the whole thing, hundred percent or fucking zero.
2: I think you just got taking week by passing. week, week by week. Like yeah. our goal this week is to beat this team, you know, do that. We well, move sure. on to our next goal. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think honestly, as an NFL team, especially, I think your first goal should always be to win your division. Like that should be your first yeah. goal. You accomplish that goal. Okay. Our next goal is to win the conference championship. Cause it's not easy to do any of those. It's not easy to win your division. Yeah. It's definitely not easy to win your conference. And it certainly isn't easy to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I do think there is tears, but as a head coach, I don't want my head coach coming in and saying, "Hey guys, look at it. our ultimate goal this year is winning a division title. We right. will be satisfied, right. especially playing in the NFC East, where really your only competition is probably the Redskins. You know, and we'll or talk about this. Team. I'm sorry, the football team. <laughs> God damn it. I sorry. think
0: uh, I think we're gonna have a, a big push from the New York Giants this year as well. They, they added up. Kind
1: of agree with that.
2: Yeah, they loaded no up. No way, so. dude. They don't have a quarterback. But we'll get to the NFC East. That's the last division we're talking about.
1: Mm. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I don't. I cute. don't like the answer your question, dude. I don't have a problem with what McCarthy said. I would have a problem if he said anything different. Like as a team, like right, like this is like before the season starts. So you have to hype the guys up in any way you really can they've been all together for like how many things can you say to them every day that's going to be different for them right like you got to get them motivated you got to get them hyped somehow plus you're on hard knocks They're video they're taping you dude like you got all that extra on top of it um so him saying super bowl or bust that's fine with me i think that every coach should say that but The mentality, like kind of like you're saying, like, it's always one step at a time in any sport. Everything's one step at a time. Like in basketball, if you're down 20, the first goal is to get down 15 and then you can get down 10. You know what I'm saying? You look at it that way. You're not thinking like, I need to get 20 back now baseball if you're down five you're not thinking we need to get five this inning you need oh, let's get two and then two chip away right so
2: baseball is let's just get a runner on the fucking base (laughs) before we do anything else (laughs) right
1: so like it's that it's that same kind of like in the in the season yeah one game at a time you can only look at it that way but right now dude i'm okay with him saying like fucking super bowl or bust like again if my coach was saying anything different as a player i know i'd be like i'm fucking done with this dude
0: yeah i would have done it I would have done it just a little bit different in, in tactic wise. I, I totally get what you guys are saying uh, as you have to push for that super bowl or bust, but I think you can say, this is the ultimate goal, but we have to hit those goals and yeah. you know, we're not going to be happy unless we hit those goals. I don't think you have to say it's a failure if you don't hit those goals, but I think you say, you know, it it will be a successful season if we accomplish this this and this and that's winning the division winning the conference championship and ultimately winning the 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 um, you know the title
1: fair point i wish he'd have just crushed a few watermelons on his way <laughs> he probably did and we just didn't see it oh they would have thrown that shit in there that's true, that's true.
0: <laughs> all right it is time to jump into this division we have got The AFC East. We've got the Buffalo Bills. We got the Miami Dolphins. Oh, we got the Patriots. Fucking Patriots! And we've got the Jets rounding things out at the bottom. So we're gonna start with uh, with what definitely could be the uh, the top team in the uh, the conference the division here. Uh, We've got the Buffalo Bills coming off a thirty eight to twenty four loss against Kansas City in the AFC Championship game. We got to look at the Bills. They finished third in passing. Um, you know, overall, and set a franchise record in scoring with 501 points last year. You've got Josh Allen, who just took a huge step, upping his accuracy from 58.8% up to 692 his his total, Yeah, taking his total touchdowns from 20 to 37. Just signed a six year contract uh, up to 258 million with 150 million guaranteed. That's insane. We do have some questions, though. We got to know how Cole Beasley's comments are going to be affecting the team. You got Emmanuel Sanders coming in to, uh, you know, to really just make a great one, two, three with Diggs and Beasley. Um, And then you got, got Moss, Zach Moss coming off an injury. So do you guys think he can stay healthy? Do you think Singletary kind of will revert back to his rookie rushing numbers? So I'm going to open it up to you guys here. Let's start with Jordan. What do you think, uh, Oh, sorry. Vegas has the over under at 11 wins. Last year's record was 13 and three. So do you think they're going to hit that 11? Uh,
2: I mean, this is a tough one. I mean, Ben, we were talking about this last night and you were, you were asking me what, before I even knew what the number was, you were like, yo, what do you think their win total is? And I was like, I said 11 and a half. Yep. And it was 11. So, I mean, that's exactly where I think the bills are going to end. I think it's an absolutely fair question with the Cole Beasley comments, uh, because we saw, you know, one of the Bills linebackers, I forget who it was. Was it, uh, Mario Addison or was it Tremaine Edmonds? It was one of those dudes. It was Edmonds. Uh, Edmonds, he came out on Twitter and basically subliminally, subtly told Cole Beasley to shut the fuck up and just get the vaccine. So I do think. <laughs> that that can cause some little rifts. However, I think at the end of the day, football players always have a common goal, and that's to, you know, just do their job and win. Sean McDermott is a great head coach. The defense took a little step back last year. They were 12th overall DVOA. I do expect them to be better. Um, You know, they did add a couple pieces to their defense, so I expect them to take a step forward. They also were very good in that playoff game, um, even though they lost, yeah, Uh, they were good defensively. I'm sorry, they won a playoff game and then lost against uh, who they lose
0: City. to against Kansas, Kansas, Kansas City. City, yeah. Yeah, and the they were still points. good. At... Defense was not that quality though, yeah. Defense wasn't
2: it's that
1: Kansas good. Kansas City,
0: that's they were good against.
2: Um, Tennessee, yep. Or who do they beat in the playoff? I'm sorry, Indianapolis. They were good against Indianapolis. We're able to kind of contain Indianapolis's run game, which was one of the best run games of the of the of the entire season last year. So hmm. if I had to take a bet on this, I would take over 11, simply because I had them at 11 and a half wins. So I'm gonna bank that my handicap is is right. I love what Josh Allen did stepping forward with his accuracy last year. I did think he kind of got fucking exposed against the Chiefs, though, because they weren't allowing him to roll right and it was making things very difficult for him Mm. and i do think that is an issue because i did notice that last year when in their six game win streak you know he wasn't being contained in the pocket and he rolls right for a lot of his completions you know that's good offensive coordinator though that's good offensive play calling is getting your quarterback to his strengths So I'll be interested to see if he could take a step even further this year, being able to do that, you know, in the pocket. So if he could do that, I mean, the sky's the limit for the Bills, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's the biggest question mark for them. However, I think in a regular season, I got to go 11 games here over 11. I think they're going to win the division.
1: Yeah, no. I would agree with the over 11, dude. And this is funny. I was just looking at the schedule. This is like one of the first schedules I feel like we've looked at. And I'm like, oh, that's actually a pretty easy schedule. Like it doesn't. It's 11th not hard, 11th hardest in the league. I don't I don't know where that 11th hardest comes from because you got like the Steelers right, who I, we all have said they're taking a step back. You get the Dolphins twice, and I think two is awful, dude. Like, I don't think the Dolphins are going to have the same year that they did last year. I think yeah, but defense, Miami's home field advantage is real. I yep. believe it. And their but defense is incredible. It's also an East Coast team going to the East Coast, and it's early in the year, so you don't have that, like – Man, we're tired because it's week 12, week 13. You're still pretty fresh early on. South in the year. Beach, baby boy. <laughs> like they have Washington, which you know could be good. Could I mean I feel like the Bills offense is gonna be better than what Washington defense can provide. Then you get the Texans. Yeah, you play the Chiefs, the Titans, those are a little tough. Then you get like the Dolphins again, the Jaguars, the Jets, the Colts. What are the Colts gonna be without Wentz? The Saints, they're terrible. turning to
0: start week one. That's what they're uh, saying. That's what they're saying. But, but we'll even see. then, they play the Colts week eleven. He'll be he'll be back with plenty. Yeah, of he'll time. be back still, by then. What
1: Wentz are you gonna have though? We still, I mean, that's the big question mark with Indy. Um, you got the Bucks, sure. You got the Panthers. That's you should be easy. Win the Patriots. We're gonna talk about them in a little bit. The Falcons. Like the schedule is not tough. Is basically what I'm getting at. Like. Most of those games I'm looking at, like they should they well, contending or should win those games too. Uh, plus, and you kind of hit on it too the defense, it did step back last year, but just two years ago, that defense was the top thing on for the bills. I feel like, uh, yeah, but they
2: lost Shaq Barrett and look where he went and look what happened where he went, right? You
1: know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's what I mean. Like the defense, I don't feel like necessarily. Um, it's too too many steps away from be regaining that top defense. Oh, uh, for sure. In the NFL, you know that's the, and then you add a guy like Emmanuel Sanders, who obviously he's not Emmanuel Sanders from like three four years ago, sure, um, but he's still a solid possession receiver. He's going to help out with digs because they're going to have to put somebody on him. And Cole Beasley, like the the comments that he made, I it's okay to feel a certain way. Like I'm not going to tell you like. You can't say what you want to say, whether I agree with them or not. But at the same time, like, you have a chance here to actually do something in the NFL. You know what I mean? Like,
2: well, I thought they also drafted very well, too. Um, you know, they drafted around their weaknesses because they lost Shaq Barrett, who was their leading pass rusher, right? They lose him to Tampa Bay. He goes on and wins a fucking Super Bowl for them. And that was really their struggle last year as a defense was like, they really didn't get after the quarterback. So what do they do? First two draft picks, they draft defensive ends. Right. You know what I mean? So Gregory Rousseau, you know, most of the college season last year, he was considered one of the top prospects, if not the best pass rusher in the draft. So they got him and and Sean McDermott is a great head coach. Great head coach. So I I definitely believe that he can, you know, really coach up defensive Mm -hmm. players. Um, So I I think you're absolutely right. Their defense is going to be better, Eddie. Is it going to be like top three like it was? I don't know. That's to be determined.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't. It doesn't have to be, though. That's the beauty of it. Like the offense is going to be so good. Well, it has to imagine how good that team can be be because they
0: they can't beat. We saw it. They can't beat Kansas City. And it has Bro, to well, I have mean, have come on, dude. Kansas,
2: City. Kansas City's an anomaly though.
0: Well, yeah, but that's that's your end game. But they gotta that's beat them. Like we were talking, you it's you know, Super Bowl or bust, and you have to, yeah, but I you mean, have to beat Kansas City, who was already down with a an offensive the you know, only offensive hope line that was dinged. So you only have only hope to beat
2: Ben, the 30, only hope a team has against Kansas City is that they lose three
0: starting offensive linemen. Like that's that's, but that's but the only hope. But again, if you're getting there you have to you have to add up and are two you know draft picks enough to push them over that level i don't right. think
2: so i do because that's where their weakness was
1: yeah it's a lot of i mean kansas city is like a different breed of animal but like um for the bills themselves their running game is really for me my big question mark coming that's in. another good thing yeah single i'm not a fan of singletary or and uh i and moss he was hurt right we didn't really ever get to see him fully um develop into what they want him to be or what they're even going to use him as like he would kind of turn into that like third down and goal one yard to gain kind of back which you also Um, don't understand because he's small right but he's he's hard to tackle he's just one of those guys that's hard to bring down so they brought in matt breeda though i do like breeda Breed is nice. He's that because that was the thing, too. They didn't have a guy that Allen could just dump it off to. You know what I mean? Like his well, Singletary should be that guy, though. Should be, but for whatever reason, he's not be. He's just not. He's not that guy, pal. You know what I mean? Like, well, he had a great two years ago. He was averaging like
2: 4.8 yards a carry. The problem is, he's not. Down, in, he's not an every day. Though. He's not an every down back, though. And that's right. what they were trying to make him last year. Like, that's yeah. not his. That's not his fortitude. That's what made him and Frank Gore such a good tandem was because Frank Gore is like a first and second down back and then Singletary is a third down back. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think they want Zach Moss to be. But Zach Moss was hurt last year. Yeah. My, my biggest question is like Matt Breida, in my opinion, is like a Singletary. So what good does that do you having two guys that are exactly the same if Moss is hurt? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: I mean, their best running back at the end of the day is Allen anyway. You know what I mean? Like, the dude runs for 60, 70 yards a game.
2: Third is yeah. short.
1: He seems to be getting the first downs. The biggest issue with him is that if it's a, a play where he drops back, and this wasn't the case as much last year. He kind of he improved a lot last year. But his M.O. is he drops back, looks at his first, second read. If it's not there, he just takes off, right? Like, he should
2: because of his strength is his legs, though.
1: Oh, 100%. But at some point, like – you got to turn, you know what I mean? Like you can only take so many hits and be paid $250 million, you know, like as a yeah. franchise, they're going to want to change that. I mean, just look at Andrew Luck. That's kind of like the number one thing. Like Luck obviously didn't run as much, but like he got annihilated all the time and just retired <sighs> early, you know? So they're going to My want to is, change You would
2: that. have the best offensive line in football.
0: <laughs> Singletary, four rushing touchdowns, two receiving touchdowns over two years. That's yeah. Not, I, that's I had not him on bad. my fantasy squad last year, dude. That is not the king bad. of ten points, dude. He's starting well, his uh, first starting year, he
1: 25.
2: he was a third down back. Like I said, he ain't getting no goal line carries, dude. Like that's not the kind of guy I want on a
0: goal line running between tackles. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, he had double the output in his uh his rookie year than he did last year, um, which is
1: interesting. So what are you,
2: Very
0: Eddie? Are you going over or under?
1: Oh, I'm going over for sure. Like I still think they're going to win at least 12 games, especially with the extra game this year. Um you know, they could win I could see them winning 13 again. Um I think 13 though was kind of like their their peak uh for what this team can do right now. So I'm I'm sticking see, to that, like 12 12 win range.
2: I think they're like 11 and a half to 12. I don't think they're going to win 13 this year because I think Another team we're going to talk about, the New England Patriots, is improved.
0: Well, mm. we'll see about that one. Um, I'm with you guys. I think we're. I think 12 is is the magic number here. Um, I have them splitting with uh with New England. So, um, but uh, to be honest, I'd lead Buffalo taking both of those games. But you know, we'll we'll definitely see on that point. But uh, we got to we got to talk about another team before we go to uh, go over to New England, so I think we're all on the over here um, for the buffalo at 11 and a half let's or sorry 11. Uh, let's move to the Miami dolphins last year they were 10 and six Vegas has them at nine and a half so basically sitting pat here Um so dolphins. You know, defensively, we know that they're going to be remaining, you know, very impressive. They were a top 10 team in defensive efficiency last year. Part of that was the sixth best pass defense in the whole league. Offensively is going to be the question mark. And, you know, they've improved their team for Tua, but he is, you know, he is really the big question mark here. Is he going to perform? Is he going to underperform? Um, he's got to play consistent he's got more, you know, weapons. They, you know, they pulled in Fuller who really, as long as he stays healthy is a huge, huge, you know, increase to their wide receiving core. Um, you take Jalen Waddle as your first round pick number six overall. Again, that's got to help um, 42nd overall. They take Lee Eichenberg um, out of Notre Dame as an offensive tackle, which will hopefully give, a little bit more time for Tua. You also take Hunter Long as your tight end out of Boston College to boost that up in the third round. So he's got the options. Eddie, you're you're dying at the bits over here. So I'm gonna uh, we're gonna turn to you first. Nine Damn. and a half. Vegas has them at nine and a half.
1: I hate this team.
0: Do you think they're going over it?
1: I hate this team like hundred percent. I hate the dolphins. I hate the way their roster is built because their roster is solid roster. Uh, the moves They're that they good. made were all to improve. Uh, and I think they were good moves. Like Jalen Waddle comes in to be that guy who can help uh, with the short yardage situations. he can be a playmaker as well, but he's one of the best route runners in in college football uh, last year. And then you can a deep, in...
2: he's a deep threat though.
1: Right. And so he can, that's what I mean. Like, you also bring in Will Fuller, who's also a deep threat. Okay, so the problem is you have a quarterback who has—he can't throw the ball downfield. Like, even in college, to it didn't have the strongest arm in the world. Right? He was just throwing to guys that had five, six yards of separation.
0: I mean, Fuller is only averaging nine yards a target over the past three seasons.
1: So, hey, Will Fuller that's, is one of the best deep threats in all. That's
2: a—that's uh, pretty big, dude. Nine yards. Is- a target is pretty uh, solid. Yeah, yeah.
1: Wolf, I, I, like, I swear to God, it seemed like every game, Will Fuller had three catches for 110 yards and a touchdown. Like, yeah, not not accurate. He's a speedster, bro. He's he's just one route guy, dude. You know what I'm him saying? And, like, him
2: and Waddle both are nasty on the outside. Devontae's, and I think that I think that's they don't good have though. A because get
1: him the ball though, dude. They don't Devontae, have a quarterback can get him the
2: ball. Well, we don't know that, and this is why they built this team this year is because this is gonna tell us. Is too a legit, or is to a, you know, not that guy? And it it is worrisome that last year, you know, whenever he would struggle, they would pull him. They didn't let him work through his struggles. They would just pull him and put Fitzpatrick in. That could be mentally deteriorate, deteriorating. You know what I'm saying? Like from a athlete standpoint, because he could be like, "Fuck, dude, if I make a mistake, I'm getting pulled." Now he's got J- Jacoby Brissett backing him up, which is a legitimate NFL quarterback. Like he could. He started for the Indianapolis Colts lot uh, two years ago, and they were almost a playoff team. He's a legitimate backup quarterback. So, backup, yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like he could, you know, this is gonna tell us a lot about Tua, bro. Yeah, because Jacoby Brissett might be better than Tua. You know what I'm saying? And that's Dude, what I'm I saying. Just... Jacoby Brissett's a backup. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I just have no faith in Tua, dude. Like, I don't see – I didn't see a single thing from him last year. I didn't see much from him. Like, even in college, I, I was always saying that he's a great college quarterback. Like, that's yeah. – that's, you know what I mean? Like, he's great in college because these guys are running open for so long, and he can, like, run around and keep the plays alive so that these guys can beat high schoolers. Uh, well, I always try open. to tell
2: people, like, look at the top college teams in the country every year. I'm a USC fan, dude. The same thing happened with Matt Leinart. He was surrounded by the best players in the world. And then he gets to the NFL where everybody's the same, and he's like a shell of himself. The same thing goes for Alabama quarterbacks. Like, look at all the Alabama quarterbacks that win national championships. AJ McCarron, dude, not even in the league anymore, I don't think. Like, these guys, like, in college, they have everything. They don't go through adversity. Now they have to go through adversity in the league because – Everybody is very similar in skill set to them. Nice. The speed is faster. And I think, I, I definitely think you're right, Eddie, but I don't think that we can for sure say that about Tua until this year plays out. And that's where I think this number is very tough. I think nine and a half is very tough. I had them at what I say, Ben, eight and a half, nine games at eight and a half last, last night. Year. I said eight and a half. Yeah. That's where I think they're at. I think they're an eight to nine win team. If Tua is that guy, he has enough talent around him where he, the Miami Dolphins could very well be a 12-win team. If he's that guy, but I don't know if he is that guy, and for that reason I am going under 9.5. I
1: agree with you. And again, the problem with Tua is he waits until the guy's open to throw it. He doesn't throw him open. You know what I mean? Like in the it's NFL, Alabama shit, bro, dude, they they're wide open all day they had Fitzpatrick mic'd up. I remember this was last year and he was talking to two on the sideline and he was explaining how, when he came in, he threw a ball before the receiver even made his cut. And he's explaining to Tua, you have to do that because he's going to be open for a split second and you have to have the ball there. If not, he's going to be covered because the guys are so fast covering them. And he never, that was like earlier in the year and it never got better. As I mean, went on.
0: I think you got to give him a little bit of a break here. He's hitting 67% of his, his passes here. He's yeah. He's, those like, numbers are, are a rookie QB who's not, head. who's yeah. not, uh, you know, uh, fuck Herbert burrow. Like, and no one expects him to be that Bro. top QB like, he, I mean, no, he had people did expect him, him to be that top They first drafted him. Yeah, they drafted him in the top five, dude. What are you talking they about? Had a, they had a, a he had a better uh, completion percentage than than Allen did his top his freshman or his uh, rookie year. You know he he has yeah, but Allen has, has a more fucking cannon options. of an
2: arm, dog, and he's a fucking speedster on his feet. Yeah, Ben. Uh, again, there's context to everything. He threw 11 touchdowns, five interceptions. His yards
0: per better attempt than was a only lot of si- QBs last year. His yards per That's attempt was only 6.3
2: yards, yards per attempt. Five dude.
0: interceptions to 11. My man is literally dumping it, it off of every lot fucking play. There a dude. lot of QBs that were last year. I don't, dude. I mean, the you numbers. Had, you had numbers of, of fucking Kirk Cousins, of, uh, of um, fuck, who just retired? Um, uh, that were like 50 50, yeah, yeah, but I would rather my quarterback take
2: chances and putting it in the taking chances down the field and just dumping it He'd off. have an option to take a chance
0: last year,
1: he didn't because do it, it, it. Was either.
0: It was Fitzpatrick it's- or bust, he only got
2: 6.3 yards per attempt. My man even try to throw to the sticks,
1: and plus, dude, he had like a 52 quarterback rating, like that's yeah
2: dude 52 kbr is like as low as it gets dude. yeah so that's that's, rough, that's like dude. below that's like way below average
1: yeah. like is it that's just if the thing is this is that am i completely checked out on Tua? yeah you I, are yes I would, no, say, I, I, would, I would i would say like for me yes, right now are. sitting right now 100% yes, I You i am are. Yep. Is is there a possibility he could change my mind sure well that's you know the saying. thing
2: is like I think he's a huge unknown. Like, he's an absolute – he's a wild card, and that's what makes this so scary is because he was drafted top five, dude. So he has that talent. He has that ability. But, you know, Eddie, what you're saying and what I'm saying about these Alabama quarterbacks is absolutely fucking true. Like, there's just no denying it. And it's not only Alabama. It's these top program-type quarterbacks that have all the talent around them. We see this – all the time, so can this be different? Yes, am I willing to put my money on it? No, no, not a
1: chance, not a chance.
0: Why is four- Ben has his
1: money on it though? Because he uh, has that uh, two oh, Try right, PD for one game, that's just one game, it's not. A
0: ton, you know what I mean? Me having it's, a Tua jersey is not why I think this team is going to be good.
1: Uh, so,
2: no,
0: but I'm saying that you have money invested into Tua legitimately. You have an autographed Tua jersey. Uh, again, not my choice in investments, <laughs> but... <laughs> true uh, true a, that's true a random jersey box that i pulled but, I, but you would love for him to fucking win the mvp oh, this of year. course
1: he would love for him to win
0: absolutely but I, know, I don't think he's MVP. going to win the mvp this year i don't think there's a chance there no nah. i don't think he's but, gonna hey, win the know. number one quarterback job after this year either oh, man such a hater
1: Dude, I hate yeah, that's it. Yeah,
0: that's a little. <laughs> that's that's a little much there. Absolutely, dude, a little much. I don't.
1: I just don't think he's good, dude. Like, it's not like I I don't have like a personal thing against him. Like, it he sounds is, like, like it. <laughs> like, I didn't like try to like high five him, and he like blew me off or something. Nothing like that. I just don't think he's good, and I think there's so much talent in Miami that they're wasting it on a quarterback that's not going to be the guy to get him there. Uh, but the thing is, is he's
2: still under rookie contracts. You're not paying him a ton of money, so. Yeah. I I like what they did here because this next QB draft is going to be even better. So they basically were like, all right, dude, we're going to, we're going to give him the weapons. And if he doesn't succeed, cool. We can move on. And it's cheap. Like we're, nobody's expecting them to win the Super Bowl this year. You know what I'm saying? So they're in a perfect scenario because they could get an even better quarterback. There's, there's like five quarterbacks in the draft next year that probably would have gone ahead of the, top four quarterbacks this year except for trevor lawrence yeah yeah so they're in a good they're in a perfect situation because they can move off to a very easily bro they don't
0: owe him anything and somebody will take to even if it's a, yeah. a backup they could treat him yeah like for yeah. like a
2: third round pick or yeah. a fourth round pick if all else fails dude so i i mean i i think they're in good position and that's why this is such a wild card never bro because like they obviously aren't giving up on Tua, but they don't necessarily trust Tua a lot. So they should. How so do I we gauge
0: them, this, dude? I see them walking into, you know, potentially nine victories and then having a, a win here or there that could happen.
2: So who do they play
0: from the West Coast at home? Nobody from the West Coast. They do not play as uh, Houston is the furthest west that they play.
2: That's tough because West Coast teams suck in Miami uh, historically.
0: Vegas. Vegas is probably the other, you know, West Coast team. But
2: they play at Vegas.
0: At Vegas, yeah. But I see them Man, taking – they very up, well could go under nine, nine and a <laughs> half games. <laughs> no. I, mean, I, I thought last year they had of a generous schedule. Patriots. I see them taking Jacksonville, Atlanta, Houston. They've got two against the Jets, Carolina – They're
2: playing Jacksonville Uh, in Europe, though, Ben. And that's, like, Jacksonville's home stadium. They
1: have the biggest
2: European fan base, dude.
1: I don't know if Jacksonville's ever
2: won in Europe, have they? I think that's the only place they ever win, actually.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I have them winning against New Orleans. I have the the Giants as a possible win. I have them one of two in New York. I can see them taking a – you know one of the games either buffalo vegas indy you know they play indy week four is once going to be back for that we don't know he'll be uh eason um tampa bay maybe their defense is strong enough like that's you got to remember too this defense is you know one of the top defenses in the league yeah So it's going to be hard to score. You you may only need fourteen points to win a game here. So I have them easily going into nine. So I'm going over. I'm I'm saying ten or eleven. All right, ten or fair. Second division. So Jacksonville's four and four in Europe. (laughs)
2: They're five hundred. Yeah, I was just just in the the last in the last ten years though. They're they're two and one. So both their both their losses or two of their losses came in the first two games, and I was like 07 and 08. or oh
1: yeah. I mean that's I mean Jacksonville's historically just not good. You know what I mean? Like,
2: yeah, but their home stadium because their owner is the dude that owns the Manchester United, and that's where they play the games,
1: right? Wembley, right?
2: Wembley mm-hmm. Stadium, yeah. And <laughs> so like there there's a huge following. I mean, dude, there's no yeah. Of the Jacksonville Jaguars moving
1: to moving England. to Europe. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, that's like a. That's like a legitimate conversation, you know? mm-hmm. but I mean, I think the moral of the story here is two stinks. So, oh my god, <laughs> the moral of your story. Uh, what did <laughs> um, I? What did, did I?
0: Story. What did I talk about? Somebody was gonna have a dumb fucking comment. Well, here it's we not go. dumb, dude. Uh, until prove you prove me wrong, go. it ain't dumb.
1: <laughs> like, it's not, so it's, so it's not dumb. Yeah, it could be dumb. <laughs> no, yeah, it could be it's, dumb. That's a factual statement. Tua sucks. Like,
2: no, it's that's not that's factual because we you've said like already that you don't know how he could be good this year so yeah I are even
1: i say even, that, I say that even, just to like fucking people out there who like to are like oh see, so it's not so bad but really he fucking sucks
0: and, and Derek carr is the number one qb of the uh of the nfl so all right let's uh let's take a quick break dude, and uh kind of Derek and we're carr gonna hear from there, another sports network podcast and we will statement. be back. do you
2: like sports do you like beer well the perfect podcast exists for you tune in every monday as i jordan stacks on stacks on stacks
0: lads and me big ball and ben larson as we recap the weekend sports preview upcoming games and review quality craft brews on the taproom sports podcast Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts,
2: and wherever you get your podcast feeds. Visit TaproomSportsPodcast.com for more All right, make
0: sure to check out Taproom. That is always dropping on Monday mornings. Man, after that conversation, I had to switch over to bourbon. I am drinking 100 proof now, so... Good luck. Oh shit. Let's All right. Go. So we are moving uh we're moving to another team here in the uh in the division. We've got the New England Patriots. Last year they had a whopping record of seven and nine. Not as bad as the team we're gonna be talking about next, but Vegas has them basically you know getting a little bit better here, coming in at nine and a half games for the over under. The big thing is that they've got a a huge defensive uptick from uh, from what they had last year. You've got you know some some great additions on the defensive side. You bring in Kyle Van Noy, Matthew Juden. uh, Juden. Um, They also added defensive tackle Devin. Godshaw, I think is how you pronounce it, Henry Anderson and Jalen Mills. They re-signed Dietrich Wise to a four-year $22 million deal. And the biggest of that is going to be Stephen Gilmore coming back. Um, Again, my opinion here is that the only one that we really have to worry about is Stephen Gilmore. But having that depth is definitely going to be a huge, huge addition to this New England team. But on the offensive side you've got uh you've got a big question mark in Cam Newton uh coming back is he going to be that serviceable form that he was you know before you know his covid issues last year or is he going to be returning to that same you know that that same setup here um you also have Mac Jones being their first round draft pick if he ends up starting he isn't going to have any weapons uh, because he has got that deep ball deep ball there so Personally, I see this as a 500 team, um, but uh, want to know want to know what you guys have at have this one as um, Eddie. You just started the Dolphins, so Jordan, let's bring it back to you for the Patriots. I mean, this is um,
2: I mean, this is an easy one for me. This is definitely an over. They bring back a lot of defensive pieces. They also drafted arguably the best defensive lineman in the draft, and they got him in the second round, and that's Christian Barmore. And if you watch the national championship game, I mean, this guy wreaked havoc all over the fucking field in that game. Like, he looked like the best defensive player in that entire game. Um, And, you know, this guy, Bill Belichick, he knows how to draft defensive players, doesn't really know how to draft offensive players, but this motherfucker can draft defensive players. He also knows how to lose four games in a row. We found that out last year. Yeah, but defense was different, dude. Defense was different. And this year they're deeper because they're getting a lot of those guys back. Patrick Chung retiring. They are getting him back. Mm. But they're getting everybody else back, plus they're adding to their defense. So you're literally getting everybody back from a top five defense a year before, top two defense a year before. Plus you're adding a guy like Christian Barmore and a few other pieces, Kyle Van Noy, and stuff so that automatically gives you a lift right there cam newton really just has to be serviceable you had jonu smith and hunter hunter henry mm-hmm. those are two great tight ends this indian or i mean i'm sorry this new england patriots team they want to run two tight end sets very often now they can actually do that because they have
0: two very serviceable tight ends they have to cam can't throw it any further I mean, we're talking about a QB who can't even bring in far. Mac
2: Jones, dude, even bringing in Mac Jones. I think that he could, he could run that offense well enough with what they have and what they do. I mean, the New England Patriots offense isn't asking you to throw 50 yard bombs, you know, and talk about it. They're asking you to throw very simple routes. He could do this. And you add Nelson Aguilar, who's a great route runner. Um, I think this, I think this Patriots team very well going over 10 games, dude.
1: Yeah. I like the additions that they made. I like adding Aguilar. Um, the thing that holds me back is when is Jones going to play? Like, I don't think you can keep Cam Newton in there for a whole season. Um but remember, Cam imp- was great until he got COVID last year. Like, And it was impressive that they won seven games with Newton last year. Like, Newton was a shell of his former self. He looked very uncomfortable in the offense. Uh, I felt that their first option that they wanted to do is run the ball with Newton instead of actually trying to throw it. Now, in all fairness, he literally had zero weapons offensively uh to to use so i think them bringing him back and letting him play is like a hey dude sorry we threw you out there with nothing here's an opportunity for you to have a good season um can they win with cam sure you know like you said their defensively is where i think they're gonna make where they're going to have the most improvement just from, even if you didn't bring anybody else in just from the players returning from the COVID list, right. The, that, that elected not to play. I think that alone is going to improve this team But on top of that. Now you have service serviceable weapons. Uh, Kendrick Bourne's a guy that they brought in to play, play in the slot. Uh, Nelson Aguilar had a resurgence last year uh, with the Raiders. So uh, you give camp some weapons and plus Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith, like, The Patriots, like you mentioned, love the two tight end set. I think they were the first and only team to have two tight ends, to have a thousand yards in a single season each, given Mm -hmm. that's Gronkowski and uh, Hernandez. But still, somebody else throwing the football to them. Correct, Tom Brady. That's still their mentality. <laughs> a, right? a little bit better quality, especially. Right. That's then, still their mentality, though, right? Is to have we, two yeah, tight ends on what, the that's field. That's what they like to do.
2: the field, you know what they mean. Didn't, like, they didn't have a tight end
0: last year. Yeah, right. but you they had nothing Get the ball year. to them. That's the thing. Bro, like, tight ends are end is the easiest how... position
2: to get a ball to because a guy is huge.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, you're talking about how you know, Tua was such a trash QB. I mean, I'm I pulled up these numbers here and. I mean, Tua is better at every single number here. Than, okay, you know we're Look looking at Cam at, at, Newton at, at Cam Newton
2: pre-COVID to post-COVID.
1: did not even worry about the Cam Newton pre-COVID. Name me one player that Cam Newton had to work with last year. Uh, I
0: Thank can you. do that. Yeah. Well. Okay. <laughs> that's that's,
1: that's it's, it's a it's just and two dude like Cam again, Newton. Bro, I'm, bro, I'm not saying bro. Cam what are you Newton's talking
2: career. about? Oh yeah, Julian Edelman.
1: <laughs> Edelman was out like week
2: two, wasn't he? Like. Man, that dude—he's a show of himself. though. he was retired, yeah. he retired for a reason. Right.
1: They cut him because he couldn't even pass a physical. Like, yeah, you know, like he had no weapons, and on top of that, and again, I'm not even trying to say Cam Newton's good. Like, I don't think Cam Newton is the answer. I'm. That's why I led. I led with when does Jones see the field. Because I mean, I think Jones. We know the is good decisions either. I think <laughs> so, Jones is going to be the guy that comes in there and just does exactly what the coach tells him to. That's what he did in Alabama so well. He just followed the game plan. You want me to throw this guy? I'm gonna throw to this guy. Perfect. If this guy's on open, I'm gonna throw to this guy. Like that's he's very good at following. Same thing direction. you
0: were talking. You guys both were talking about earlier. He was on an Alabama team that was stacked. correct. 100 percent that's 100
1: percent accurate that's what but mac jones is have, a more
0: accurate thrower of the football than two of those mac jones is a more accurate thrower of the ball than cam newton i agree
1: Yes. Yeah. what are we arguing about here i'm agreeing with you
0: uh, again though the problem is is that yes they have better people surrounding them but they're not the they're not the top brass here and yeah, i mean it, it sounds like ben
2: uh, is this defense is going to be top four or five defense in the, in the league. So really the quarterback just has to not turn the ball over and just make the right throw.
0: Yeah. Again, we're hoping that they're going to be top five defense in the, uh, in the league. I mean, you've got half. Of I will bet money started line that I will bet money. Year.
2: I will bet money that the Patriots finish top five in defense DVOA.
0: All right, we'll talk about a. Uh, you want to bet
2: a jersey? Let's bet a jersey. I mean, You're I've got a. I'm already getting slanging a slanging uh, in this. I'm a
0: Holmes jersey from Eddie, so. Yeah,
1: Dude, yeah Eddie's been
0: you. But... So right. I will. I will bet you. I'll get you a, a scam Newton jersey. No, I don't want a Cam Newton jersey. <laughs> Fuck that
1: shit. He just picks like the cheapest jersey he could find.
0: I want a Kyler jersey,
2: <laughs> and <laughs> I'll get you a. Uh, Trey Lance, if I lose.
0: So we're saying Patriots. Do you have ran, the, the top, to five, top
2: five defense? So I'm
0: taking the Patriots to be a pad of
1: bets yep. going,
0: dude? Yeah. Nice. Yep. Yeah. So, Eddie, you're not getting out of buying me a jersey when the Raiders yep. don't win 10 games.
1: So <laughs> dude, they're going to win 10 games. So I'm really not worried about that. At no. all. At oh, all. my God, dude. I'm worried for Just you, bro. I'm I'm not. Dude. <laughs> Like, I feel like 10 games is easy. Gets a Kyler and gets a Dre. There you
0: go.
2: Let's go, baby. It's been written. So where are, been written. These, where are we going on the where are we going on these over- unders? I'm going over nine and a half games.
1: Eddie, where are you going? I'm going. I want to go over, um, but I don't know. I feel like if they transition to Jones, it could be uh, it, they could lose, you know, we know rookies don't fare well. Uh, so I'm going to say, I wouldn't bet on this. Uh, I wouldn't put money on it, but if I had to, if you put a gun to my head, I would say under. Going eight
0: and nine.
1: So I'm the only one going over Yeah, Yeah. I was actually thinking around nine, eight, nine wins myself. So. Yep. Did I say uh, last been...
2: time Ben, when I, when you asked me the question. Uh I, I I think I don't I said remember nine. on this one. I think yeah. I said eight and a half,
0: nine, but I do like the over the more I look at it. I'm I'm thinking they're gonna split with Miami. Then they're gonna beat both Jets. They're gonna beat New Orleans, they'll beat Houston. I think Dallas is a, a question mark. I think uh the Chargers is a question mark, so I'll give them one there.
2: I think the Patriots are smacking the Buccaneers. That's what I know for
0: sure. Uh, okay. Um, I think they'll beat Carolina, so that's six. I think they'll lose to Cleveland. I think they'll beat Atlanta. I think they're losing to Tennessee, Buffalo, Indy,
1: and then they'll beat Jacksonville. Tennessee, dog. So, so. Even if they beat Tennessee, it's nine, so it's still under nine and a half. Yeah. I think
2: they're beating the Buccaneers, too, and I think they're beating a couple of those other teams as well. I definitely think they're splitting against Buffalo because Buffalo's only won one time in New England in the last 20 years or something like that, and that was last year. QB. QB has everything to do with that. So, Not necessarily because Brady wasn't the greatest QB in the first. uh... He won, though. (laughs) They still won. Yeah,
1: because that defense. Yeah, so they still won. I mean. We're going
2: Bill Belichick-style football this year, baby. I'm telling y'all, man, don't
0: sleep on the Patriots, bro. All right. We're going to move on to the next one. We've got the Jets, the J-E-T-S, mm-hmm. we suck ass. Um, this is one I love. This is one I am just absolutely just fat, flabbergasted over. Um, a 2-14 and record last year. Vegas has them winning an additional Four games and let's let's be honest here the Jets started over um, they've got a new head coach Robert Sala for the third time since Rex Ryan um, was fired in 2014 they've got a new QB uh, number two overall draft pick was Zach Wilson who's going to try to secede and this is in the same since 2014 you have got Sam Darnold Hackenberg Geno Smith and Mark Sanchez there um, so they've been they've been going through it all um, we know that the defense is going to be a little bit better with Salah at the helm. Um, so it's it's really going to be on the offense, and the only way that this team can turn around is through Zach Wilson. And from what we've seen in these first you know couple of weeks of training camp, it's not looking good. During last Saturday's game, uh, the green and white scrimmage, Wilson threw two interceptions and led the Jets' first team offense to a whole field goal. Um, on Monday, when he was doing a little bit better at it practice, he went five for 13 in drills and was sacked twice. Um, another big issue that we know with the Jets is their offensive line, and it looks like it's it's just going to be the same problem this year. Um, he did throw some touchdown passes to Corey Davis uh, in within those five receptions, but, I mean, looking at his numbers, he's just been inaccurate, and from what everybody's saying, he's been indecisive as well. So, Eddie... Over under of six
1: wins. Is uh, question? It's gonna be it's gonna be a hard, hard under, dude. Like <laughs> it's a hard under. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. Like I do think that the defense will be much improved. I mean they have to a solid getting, uh, coming in. Um I wasn't a fan of Zach Wilson coming out of the draft and uh, against the Jets, which is probably just like the worst situation. Right. Like you went so out of like the top teams for that needed quarterbacks, the Jets was the worst situation. Yep. Like Jacksonville at least had a shit ton of money that they can spend on players. Yep. Right. You had the Niners who really, because of was- injuries, had the opportunity. Oh, they traded, obviously, but like because of injuries, were up in that spot. Like, the Jets was legitimately a fresh rebuild. Start from scratch, blow it all up. We don't really have anything worth a damn anyway to keep. So let's just start over completely. Um and it's just I it's gonna be so. tough, dude. I yeah. did I mean they did pretty well in the draft. And I do like that they brought in like Corey Davis. Like he was kind of like the I would say. Like not like top tier, but like the best of the sec- of the middle tier free agent receivers, Um, which, still, you know, that's that's nice for a young uh, quarterback. Um I do like Elijah Moore. I like Michael Carter. I just think they should have spent every other draft pick on offensive line, dude, like learn from what the Bengals did last year. You know, uh, no. not, you're not going to contend this year. So, like, getting skilled players in isn't necessarily, like, a must. But maybe just protecting your quarterback and let him play 17 games. I just so, don't see
0: who they're going to win against. I
1: don't I don't know.
2: So, they drafted an offensive lineman last year who's who was good, too. The biggest issue for me is Zach Wilson fucking sucks, dude. Like, I don't need to see shit. I already know this guy sucks. I saw in college. Ben, only team worth the damn they BYU played was fucking Coastal Carolina. He wasn't good.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, every other team he played was like, dude. Bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Navy, Army. Right. Like, he was playing garbage teams. He wasn't even the captain of his team. When's the last time you heard of a quarterback not being the captain of their football team?
1: Yeah, that's true. Especially these volumes of his character. Row. Yeah,
2: yeah, that speaks volumes of his character, dude. I you you guys heard me before we did the pre-draft show and stuff. Like, I don't understand the hype of Zach Wilson, dude. Like, I never understood it at all. Trey Lance was the second best quarterback to me. Justin Fields was number three. Those were the top three quarterbacks. Elijah ver Tucker, he goes to USC, went to USC, great pickup. Elijah Moore, great pickup. But I'm sorry, dude, like you literally won two games last year. What did you add that is going to give you four extra games? I don't see it at all. No.
0: And the schedule i would even too, take like... under two and a half. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, I mean, I wouldn't even give I- them I my half them, game better. I see them possibly, quite possibly, and this is a huge if, because I don't think this team played to their standards last year, maybe getting a win against Atlanta. Maybe. No, no, there's and no then, way they're beating Atlanta. Only game they might win is against Houston, Houston. if they play Houston. Yeah. Because I literally, I
2: legitimately think Houston wants to win zero games, dude. Right. Like, yeah. they want that first pick. They're
1: going to do what the Jets tried to do last year, but screwed up, which is yeah. lose every game. The Jets couldn't even lose, right, dude.
0: Yeah, they couldn't, dude. You know I mean, what I'm saying? Well,
1: maybe it's because
2: they
0: had a Denver, great quarterback Carolina, in Sam Darnold. But I don't think so. No, they're not beating beat. Carolina, dude. Yeah. No way. They're Denver. not beating it's good Donald
1: is going to have like 700 yards that game. Yeah.
2: yeah. They might be the first team in NFL history to be the underdog in
1: oh. every
0: single game they play. And go 0-17. Weren't
2: they the underdog last
0: year in every game they played, though?
2: They might have been. I don't know. That's a Depends good question. Why they played
0: Jacksonville. But even Jacksonville, they're playing at six, week 16. Well, then Jacksonville's which... a much better team. Exactly. Jacksonville might – especially Jacksonville might be like a seven
2: and a half point favorite against them. Yeah. Yeah. So they they won't be a seven and a half, but they'll be the favorite in that game. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just don't see, I just don't see how they're a better team. Like they won two games last year. Nobody on this podcast can tell me how they are four games better. No, because it doesn't exist. Yeah. So this is easy. This is easy. This is best bet material of the offseason this might be the best bet we've had in every single show we've done so far under six games for the new york jets bet the mortgage on it that's for sure. this literally might be a if there was ever a 10 star bet this is a it's the whale bet of the year yeah yeah (laughs)
1: like where are they like when they put that line out though like what are they thinking like where Dude, they? Think, I don't know. Is it just because it's the Jets and like Jets fans are just dumb, blind, and they like just think they're gonna win all the time? Like, I don't get it. Like, how looking at this roster, where do they think six wins are coming from? Like, I'm putting the Jets in the same category as the Texans and the Lions as being like the literally the bottom tier in all in the National Football League.
2: Like, or we put our conspiracy theory hats on. And Vegas is behind all of this, and they're gonna get the entire public to bet the under, and they're force feeding all this fake information about Zach Wilson not being good, and then boom, but this guy's gonna be though. like the it's, greatest it's quarterback on, of all video. time. <laughs> it's and
1: the see, old the quarterback rope dope. The the
0: thing that <laughs> surprises me is that this six was the opening, the opening line.
1: Yeah,
0: Vegas hasn't has moved. Not, it hasn't moved. 's real people sitting are putting right money
1: on the over as well as the under. Like yeah a there's a lot of bet. jets
0: fans that's that's what we're
2: seeing here anyway. that's i mean most crazy. most books it's it's hard to gauge a line movement on this because most books will only accept like a hundred dollars maximum bet so it's tough because like it's just tough to gauge it off that but i mean and, logically
0: and over under it's it's a pickum right now Minus 115 for each. Yeah, I mean, like logically, I just don't see four wins extra,
1: dude. Like yeah. it just I don't see four wins total. Sense. I don't see two wins yeah. total. I think that's they peaked last good. year, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like this like this team, like there's just no talent there, dude. Like, what's
0: know? their division odds? Plus 160,
1: or sorry, uh, uh sixteen hundred. <sighs> yeah, that's,
0: so let's, let's move to that. We've got the uh, the division odds coming out um, for the AFC East division to win. We've got Buffalo sitting at minus 150. We've got the Patriots at plus 300, the Dolphins at plus 350, and then the Jets sitting at plus 1,600.
2: I mean, for value purposes, I would take the Patriots. I think it's a, a good value bet, but I think the Bills win this division, yeah. Yeah. and I – I think the number even – I think Vegas has it right. Yeah, I think you yeah. take your
0: half of, half of what you bet there and, and run with it. It's not yeah, going to be a I huge even, win,
1: but – I don't even think I waste money on a value bet on this division. Like, I don't it, – yeah. it's for sure throwing it away. Yeah. Um, I agree. I think you just throw – you know, like we've talked about it before. If you're taking the favorites, you're throwing, you know, 100 on the team to win the division, it covers, you know, $10, $5 parlays for the season because you know you're winning that bet yeah maybe hit on one of those you know
2: never say never that's why i think the patriots are a good value bet here but yes you're right but i'm not saying cover it
0: for your parlay bets for the year because i'm not gonna guarantee this either (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah i mean injuries and all that good stuff
0: you got to think about it too The, the biggest injury that could happen to the bills is josh allen and they brought in Twardowski to be number two, which is probably it's one of the best backup. number twos that you've had. Yeah, you yeah. have in the league. So, you know, I don't. That's another reason why I don't necessarily. Yeah,
1: I also don't want to say like I guarantee it because the last time I said that, fucking Carson Wentz went down for God knows how long. So, yeah. uh, the only guarantee I'm going to make is that the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. Guarantee, lock it in. So that way. God the damn it, dude. Happen.
2: Do not jinx
0: my fucking guy Pat Mahomes dog.
1: That's out there, dude. It has to be done.
0: Jordan, don't worry. We also know that Eddie doesn't know the definition of fact. So uh, it's so funny dude i always know
1: when like i've won like an argument because you just go oh Derek car's the best quarterback in the world right so it's like obvious one like
0: i'm that's being facetious of uh of your definition of the word fact and since you think that he's oh because your your takes are so great eddie but (laughs) (laughs) all right that's our podcast uh some of us uh Also get a dictionary um, for some of us. (laughs) But uh, thank you all out there for listening to APR. That's the Annexation of Puerto Rico podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Taproom Sports Podcast. You can check out our network's Twitter at Taproom underscore sports. Or you can check out Jordan's, which is at Jordan Rules TSPs or Eddie's, which is at Eddie TSP. We are on Facebook. Just search Taproom Sports Podcast, or you can visit the website www.taproomsportspodcast.com. We can find all of the info on all of our podcasts. Make sure to check out Jordan and I on Mondays for the Taproom Sports Podcast, where we review two craft beers while we're talking sports. And gotta mention, make sure to go to Tavour or Tavour.com, download the Tavour app, use promo code TAPROOM, and get $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. Because we're talking about Tavour and beer. How are your beers, guys?
1: Uh, yeah, I feel like I got to change it up. I feel like I have like the same ones every time. I mean, so not bad choices, though. Next week. No, definitely not, like not
2: bad choices. Yeah. Mine was good. The papaya, big papaya. That was a very interesting beer. I got a lot of guava taste out of it. I don't know if they added guava in there. I didn't
0: taste a ton to, of... Pap- do we need to find you the the p page for papaya on that that dictionary to uh get you the real taste of papaya (laughs) i mean it's papaya guava i mean it's i want to say it's kind of close it's not the same but it's close i think it's in the family yeah it's
2: probably it's probably definitely the because i mean i i was gonna say i I don't remember the last time i had just papaya but i mean it tastes like a guava beer to me and if that's but papaya tastes like then yeah, I mean nailed it, dude.
0: <laughs> very nice.
2: I mean, um, I'm being honest, dude. I don't know the last time I had a papaya, dude. Like
0: Yeah. Well, when was the last time you had straight water?
2: Oh man, not that long ago, actually. Really? Huh. Okay. Cherie's Filipino,
0: yeah. dude. That's true. That is very true. <laughs> that was my uh my uh, action item there and did not hit but hey is what it is what did hit was this evil twin um they definitely you know hit this one out of the park again just like uh really the rest of their beers um i've only had one of theirs that i haven't been like out of this world um so this one was was great this was the dumb fruit four and this had passion fruit raspberry mango and coconut macaroons um super great beer if you're out on um on Tavour make sure to grab any beers that you can from Evil Twin or if you see them you know at your local beer you know uh, a bottle shop pick them up it is great great beer um I'm going to be reviewing another one of theirs on Taproom um coming up this weekend so nice all right make sure to also check out our other podcast Square Sharks where we are we're building bets from a couple games that, uh, you know, that either you suggest, please hit us up and suggest a game to, you know, to review. And uh, one on Wednesday, baby, we were hot this week. Um, But those are coming out Wednesdays and Fridays. We build the perfect bets from, you know, usually three games during the week or for for that next day, excuse me. So um, we're back on the win streak here. Let's uh, let's keep it up. And and make, make y'all some money. But we got steady Eddie Martin. We got Jordan. Stacks on stacks on stacks. Let's. And let's I'm Big Ball go. and Ben Larson. We will see you next week as we break down the NFC. Yeah.